What's going on, everybody? Southern Juju Pack at it again. And it's been a minute since we've done a podcast episode. Welcome back to the Southern Show. I'm your host, Southern Juju. And this is the new episode. Uh, got a lot to talk about. Uh, first of all, it's been a, been a minute since we've done an episode. And I know that I always say that we're going to be doing these episodes more. We're going to be doing this. We're going to be doing that. We never end up doing it. Uh, truth be told, just haven't had a lot of things to talk about. Um, where we last left off, I believe we were talking about, uh, I, I really can't remember. It's been a minute since it's been so long. Uh, a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about. Uh, really, really funny story for you guys today. And, you know, I'm not going to worry about hurting somebody's feelings. It's not about that. I just, I, it's just, I don't care. Okay. So. Where have I been? Uh, a couple episodes on YouTube. We've actually started making YouTube videos again. Uh, had two videos come out, a bunch of shorts I posted to kind of keep the channel alive, uh, keep it flowing with content. Um, haven't had a lot of time to upload as well as um, hadn't had a lot of things to do. Um, we got a car show, two car shows coming up this month. Uh, one in September, one in October. I'm actually, you know, I, if, for those of you who don't know, I'm going to school. I'm doing graphic design. Uh, I actually just did a uh, poster and a t-shirt design for one of the car shows. They hit me up and they're like, hey, you know, you do this. And I was like, yeah, fine. So that's perfect. Fine. So I did that for them. Turned out really well. Uh, I think it looks top notch. Uh, for me, at least, you know, somebody that has 30 years might say, oh, that looks trash. But, you know, uh, but that's about it. I, I haven't really been doing a lot of things. I've been going to school. I've been doing a little work. Um, you know, and just, just is what it is. But one of the things, this is going to get our episode started today. One of the episodes, uh, one of the topics, I should say, we want to talk about is, is you can't fix stupid. And I know we're jumping right into this because it's just I want to talk about it. Well, I know that we probably talked about the guy, I'm not going to name his name, uh, he had an 80, 81 Ford. Um, well, at the time, he just had this 81 Ford. Well, he came upon a 1974 Dodge Dart. And it was the sport, it was the two-door fastback, the A, um, the A-body. You know, the little A-body Mopar had the 225 slant six in it. It was a base model car, but it was a pretty cool, you know, pretty nice little sport. It was rough. I mean, it was sitting in the woods. So he gets this car. Motor's locked up on it. Fun fact for you guys, if you don't know, you know, like, okay, for instance, I'll say this. A 300 inline six, right? 302, 350. They have crank bolts. To spin the motors over, you can take a breaker bar, a big long piece of, uh, or a torque wrench, whatever, a wrench, and you can turn the motor over to see if it turns or if it's locked up by the crank bolt. Well, on 225 slant sixes, there is no crank bolt. They did not come with a crank bolt from factory. Fun fact: the only way to f- the only there's an easy way to fix this. Run a tractor supply or your local hardware store. You get the, you can look the, the size up on Google because it's not the first time people have you know put one in. Look the size up. It's like a seven sixteenths bolt, I think. I'm not don't quote me, but it's like something like that, something around there. You can take that, screw it in. You got a crank bolt. Even if you do take it out, you still got a crank bolt to, to test. So, 
you know, he didn't know this. And I told him, I was like, they don't have crank bolts. Um, and that was when they had ballast resistors. And this whole setup is like weird because this, this, this car is an older car. See, on a, a Ford truck, it's pretty simple. I can jump out with a, um, I don't, there's not a lot of sensors and everything on these older model trucks. A 74 Ford F-150 is a lot different from a 74 Dodge Dart. There's a lot more, uh, like they, there was a seat belt. I don't know if this one might have had it, but there was a seat, there's a seat belt switches. They wouldn't cut on if the seat belt wasn't hooked up or you had to bypass that and all kinds of stuff. It was just kind of weird. Um, but the motor, in, come to find out, we do a lot of, you know, the wiring's chewed up. It's missing a lot of parts, missing the ignition box, all that, missing a lot of stuff. Well, we get an ignition box for it and everything like that. Motor's locked up. So I tell the guy, you know, I'm like, hey, man, you know, get some ATF, some PB, throw it down in the in the cylinder walls. I said, and let it sit, you know, for a little bit. And I said, you can, uh, you know, go to go to Traction Supply, wherever, not a sponsor. Go to go to your local hardware store. I was like, go and get a boat for it. Like, put it in. I was like, get it loose. I was like, it's, I mean, because if you want to see if it runs. I mean, this truck, this car was sitting, like, sunk in the ground. Right? It's in the woods in a tree line. Rough shape. I mean, the body on it was about the best thing on it. It had no interior had rust holes in the floor, but the outer body, the exterior body, was virtually pristine. The trunk was immaculate. The inside of the trunk looked like it just came out of the factory. Like it didn't have, it was not rusted. It was like the cleanest paint I've seen ever in my life for something that's been sitting out in the woods. Like the inside of that trunk. I don't, I don't understand how to explain it, but that's what it looked like. Um, so he works on it for about two weeks, maybe, if that. And that was, that's not including. He didn't work on it for two weeks straight. It was just a day or so out of the two weeks. He had the car for about two weeks, two or three. And uh, he traded a 1998 Blazer that ran and drove rough, roughly. I'm not going to say it ran good because I wrote it. It was it was a piece of junk, okay? And I'm not saying that just because it, it was, I mean, this, this particular car, this Blazer was a piece of junk, hands down, junk. So takes the car and um, puts it on Facebook Marketplace for five thousand dollars. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, you know, I could understand five grand if it was a full car, the motor at least turned over, and it had wheels on it to roll it. I mean, it didn't. It had a darn. It had. We had to take a spare. Right. We had to take a spare from a junkyard that had the same bolt pattern, but the hub, the center hub, was smaller. Had to take a drill and actually drill the hub out and the whole integrity of the tire. We just did it to get on the trailer, take it to the house. It's gone. So guy comes around. Hey man. Uh, you know, I'm interested. So, so I don't know the full conversation. I'm not going to say the full story, but suppose this guy's interested in the truck, the 81 Ford that he had and the dart. Okay. They work out a deal. That's on them. I'm not going to say the full story because I don't know that part. Okay. It wasn't there. Ends up, he gets this truck. They end up trading. Well, the truck he trades for is a 1993 Ford. Okay. He goes from an 81 F-150 and a Dodge Dart. This guy doesn't work on a farm. Okay, this guy doesn't need all this truck, and people are like, oh, you know, you do it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you listen to listen to this. A 1993 Ford F350 Dually 
with a big block 460, a five speed, and a goddamn like 10 foot long bed that's like nine foot wide. Like this thing is huge. It's not that. That's a little bit of an exaggeration, but it is huge. Okay, big metal bed welded to the frame. It's rough. I mean, this truck is huge. Two tanks, you know, five speed 460. He can't drive a stick shift. And you don't want to be learning on a goddamn that big of a truck. I'm just telling you. So, he gets this truck. The motor's locked up. Well, they get the motor unlocked. I wasn't there. I told them, you know, dump the clutch. I said, pull it around the yard, dump the clutch. They get it, they get it unbroke. They get it, they get it free. Starting over pretty good. I've heard it. I've actually heard the truck run. Put starting fluid down the throttle body. It'll, it'll light up and run. It's not getting fuel. So, first thing they're thinking, oh, fuel pump. So, they jerry-rigged this thing up. I'm not, I don't know. It's, 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 it's bad. Like, the rigging on this is beyond the, the, it's got, you know, mice damage all in the wiring and everything. They jerry-rigged this up, make it even worse. Fuel pump just works, okay? Puts it on there, you know? It's getting fuel to the line. We bleed the line with the Schrader valve that's on the front. It's getting fuel to the fuel rail. Okay, what's the next step? Okay, awesome. Uh, it's still not firing. Still not firing. Well, what's wrong? Oh, uh, I don't know. Okay, check your injectors. If it's getting fuel to the fuel rail with good pressure, it should be getting, it should be firing, or at least trying to fire. It's like, and then it just starts turning over. It fires like one time when you first start turning over. Takes injectors out. Supposedly, wasn't there? Supposedly, six out of the eight fuel injectors were clogged up. Simple clean. Could have cleaned them. They probably would have worked. I don't know. I know. I know fuel injectors aren't the cheapest thing in the world, but you know, it's cheaper than a motor. Okay. So he has the brightest idea in the world, right? To instead not only take his injectors, clean them out, watch a five-minute YouTube video of how to clean them out and figure it out how to clean them out and put them back in just to try them, he decides that, okay, I got the perfect idea, bro. Let's take the throttle body off. Let's take the throttle body off of the motor, off of the intake, and take a piece of sheet metal and make an adapter plate to slap a carburetor on a fuel-injected intake. For those of you who don't know, the 460 of 1993 was fuel injected, and it had the fuel injectors lined up into the heads. So, I have looked this up. I own a 460 out of a 76, 74, 76 Winnebago, industrial, and it's got the you know the the forged everything. It's 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 nice. It's carburetor. I've had to do a lot of research because I've been trying to find good heads and stuff because the heads are good. The, the block only has 36,000 miles on it, but if I want to make it a, a performance, not it's a 460, let's be real. It's not performance as like it's going to take a corner, but if I want to make it a powerful motor, you know, you need better heads, a better cam. I'm, I'm going to, you know, it's, it, I got a little bit of a plus because it's, it's got that forged crankshaft because it was an industrial engine. And, you know, it's forged everything. So some of that stuff I'm going to be able to keep. Right now, I'm thinking about just putting it in, just cleaning it up and putting it in the truck and just to run it. Get it running first and put it in there. I'm just still looking for my transmission, C6 automatic. 
Um, so with that being said, his idea is to, in his theory at the time, and he's changed his theory. I haven't talked to him. Actually, I'm not talking to him at this point because he it's just the amount of stupidity that was coming like at me. I, I could not like it, enough is enough, bro. Like enough is enough. Like, and I know I keep saying like, but for real, like it's, 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 it's stupid. It's, it's, it's honestly the, the dumbest thing, you know, and I'm all for, okay, you want to make this engine a carburetor engine? Cool. It's been done before. Do it the right way. Take the heads off. Get some carbureted heads. Change your distributor out. Put a carburetor on it. It's got a computer. It's all censored. I don't care if it's from 1993, 1991. It's an older truck, but it's still got, like, my truck. I have a 96 Ford that has a 300 inline 6 in it. One sensor goes bad. It's not running. It's not getting fired. It's not going to either. It's either not going to send fuel or not going to let the uh, distributor and the ignition coil work send spark to the plugs. It's not going to do it. So... Cause I know I've had I've I've spent like what roughly nine hundred and something dollars in about fifteen minutes of parts trying to get that thing to run. Cause I know what's wrong with it. And you know a lot of people say, well, don't just go throwing parts at it. Well, you got to think. I diagnosed. I started from the way I did it was I didn't just go and buy just every single part and just start throwing it. I said, okay, run my OBD2 because the '96 is when they switched over to OBD2. Run my OBD2. I get uh, crankshaft position sensor and then a temp sensor. Well, I knew the truck was running. It wouldn't run hot at the time. It wouldn't run hot. So I was like, okay, it's not the temp sensor. It's just, you know, must be because it's all intertwined, right? So it could say one thing and just because it's, it's relieving off that. That's just what it's reading. So I said, okay. Place a crankshaft sensor. Nothing. Okay. Cool. End up having to replace distributor and everything. I think we talked about this. I don't. I'm not sure, but my truck actually broke down at the uh, at the gas station one day. This was a few months. This was a while back. So I, we may have talked about this. But anyways, the guy, the same guy, you know, pretty much a, comes and picks me up. I need a. I needed a ride to the O'Reilly. I was finna. I was finna had to replace the distributor there. I was at the time. I was taking the points off, not the points. The uh, the cap and the rotor had a sandpaper in my bag. I kept sanding it down and putting it in there just to get it home. Because it kept losing spark. Luckily, that was doing the trick for some odd reason up until I got back to the house. Because, fun fact, he I called him up and like, hey, man, I know you're around. You're local. He was like five minutes down the road. Do you mind? Like, what are you doing? You're busy? No, man. What you need? Uh, I need a ride to the O'Reilly's. It's like dark. Because I, I was like, I need, I need, plus I need a ride. I need like you to follow me home because I might not make it to the house. Okay, cool, no problem. He shows up. I'm like, he's like, yeah, man, I can give you a ride to O'Reilly's, no problem. Okay, cool. Get to the house, mob, and I'm put, I'm pushing like 90 in this truck, right? And that's an older truck, it's a 96 model truck. I said OBS body style. This thing's rolling. That 300 with a five speed, it's mob. Get it to the house. When I pull it in the driveway and cut it off, that was the last time that it cranked up. When I pulled it in there, that time that from the gas station, it was the last time it was going to crank up before I had to buy all those parts and fixed it. I hop in with him. I'm like, let me get my wallet. I hop in with him. I jump in the truck. We're, we're taking off. I was like, hey, I'm thinking about doing an oil change too because this thing hadn't had an oil change in forever. And I've been driving it a lot recently, so I knew that it needed an oil change because we didn't really worry about it a lot. And, I, I, and this is 
kind of an error on my part because we didn't worry about it a lot because we didn't drive the truck hardly we probably drove it 15 miles two in two months three months like this truck didn't run a lot it was my granddad's truck especially after he passed away we didn't drive it a lot i was the only person and even before he passed away you know he he was he just he didn't want to drive he wasn't he just wasn't feeling it so i was the only person that drove the truck well at the time i was like 15 14 so you know and i was 16 when he passed away i was not going a lot of places in the truck and the tags were out this thing had to run it because it and plus at the time it, it would broke down the uh it was like missing real bad and everything and i drove it for a little while and i just stopped driving it and finally they were like you know get it cranked up and just push it in the backyard and i really didn't want it to i hated it and so it sat out in the and uh i did that when i just turned 16 right at right right after and when i was 18 going on 19 uh 2021 the summer end of summer 2021 i actually um Got the truck running, went out there and fixed it up, and uh, put it back on the road. I bought tires for it, bought wheel, the tires, the wheels and tires. Now, I love those wheels, the aluminum wheels that come on those Eddie Bowers. They're beautiful wheels. I, I'm not getting rid of those. I've kept them. I'm like, if I ever come across another truck or want to put it back on, I can. But it's so hard to find 15s where I'm at. So I was like, okay, I need some new wheels. I found these wheels off custom offsets. Uh, and they're classic looking, like, muscle car nascar-esque style wheels the rally not rally wheels but they're they're kind of like uh i don't know how to explain them they're like the 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 bullet hole pattern wheels but there's triangles instead of bullets like a rounded triangle instead of a bullet hole and uh they look really good on the truck especially with the dark red that the truck is it looks beautiful i'm finna do a lot of paint work on the truck it's a oh it's a project truck and I've taken the time to do that stuff. I actually got my gray truck running. I know for a fact we talked about that. We did get that truck running and everything like that. So that's a little bit of story of the red truck, right? But he went ahead and broke down at this gas station. I get him home. And I'm like, hey, man, I need an oil change. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get some oil as well. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't have a pan. I didn't have an oil pan at the time. I had one that was at my shop. And that was 15, 20 miles out of where I was at the time. So I, there was no, I wasn't, I just didn't feel like going all the way out there at seven o'clock at night just to get that to come all the way back, just doing a change. And besides, he was driving and I didn't want to make him go out of his way because I didn't know that, I figured that was probably going to be the only way I was going to get to do an oil change is, you know, so he was like, yeah, uh, let's run around here. Let's, let's talk. Uh, let's see if I got one at the house. Okay, cool. Go to the house. This other guy pulls up this other Nimrod. Who, the guy doesn't, I'm not going to name his name, he doesn't even know how to put an air cleaner on a guy dang truck, has a, has a, has a few uh, classic trucks and doesn't even know how to put an air cleaner on one. So, okay, you know, don't know what's going on there, but that happens, right? So, we're past that point, we start working on his truck. At the time, I think we talked about this. Had the 302 in it. We had swapped the 302 out of the 300, took the 300 out and put the 302 in. We start working on this piece of junk, right? And I'm like, my truck's the house broke down. You know, my truck's all together. And I'm not hating on a project truck. I'm just kind of irritated because, you know, I'm, I'm, I needed help. And I'm sitting here having help you. I've done helped you 100,000 times and I needed some help. I couldn't even get it. So after that, after the fact, you know, that was it. That was what it was we're beyond that point you know whatever 
he apologizes. I'm like, you know, it's whatever, right? It's it's fine, I guess. So, you know, he gets his truck. Same thing starts happening, bro. You know, you want me to come over? You want me to look at all this junk? You want me to tell you what to do? I don't know everything about a car, especially fuel injected. I don't know about that stuff, man. I had to learn. I have had to sit there and learn about my truck because it's fuel injection. I've had to learn the whole wiring diagram on this truck, you know, because I don't know. You know, it's, you don't know. Somebody like me, you don't know. You just got to learn. That's that's the point, right? So, but I own an OBS Ford. And as far as your uh, battery position, your starting solenoid, most of that stuff, your ignition, by the locations are all the universal in those trucks. They're the same darn truck, other than the engine. So, and the rear end is F-350, but you get the point. It's the same truck, same body. Uh, so, you know, he... he he hits me up and he's like at first he hits me up he's like it's not uh he's like the ignition switch is bad i'm like the ignition switch is bad what do you mean and he was like yeah he was like the ignition switch is bad and i'm like how do you know it's bad he was like when i turn the kit doesn't turn over but i jump out there and i gotta hit it with a screwdriver on the solenoid because those old forge you can cross the solenoid and start the truck up the keys now so i said okay it's not the, it's not the switch yeah it is it's the switch I'm like no it's not the switch because the same problem had happened with my truck three or four months prior beginning of, actually in uh, january february because i had just gotten over COVID at the time was down there when it snowed was having to work on my truck i did the uh replace the the not the starter solenoid starter solenoid, whatever it's called um I keep saying ignition, the ignition is starter solenoid. And uh, I told him, I was like, it's starter solenoid. I was like, if you cut the key on, I was like, when you cut the key on, what happens? He's like, all the lights cut on, the radio cuts on. I was like, okay, well, it's obviously the switch is good because it's, it's you know, it's sending power to enough to cut the radio on, the accessories are cutting on, right? So your solenoid is bad because if you can get out there, it's not, you know, it's just bad. You just need a new one. It's like 24 bucks at O'Reilly's. And wants to argue with that okay whatever don't ask for my help if you don't want you know go around there and help do this do that do that i'm like telling him you know this is it this is that he comes at me you know and he wants to get this attitude of you know why can't why can't i put a carburetor on a fuel injected intake because it just doesn't work it's just physics i mean it's just common sense like okay i take a through now they're completely different intakes or different style intakes but the <laughs> intake for a 302 just by example right on a fuel injected 302 not you know stock the way those inject uh, those intakes were made was two-piece you if you know how they look they're lined up it's a totally different intake now the 460 is a little bit more of a it's not a carbureted intake by any means but it looks more it's more of that older style carbureted intake design Whereas it's not a overlapping uh, plenum that has the straight, you know, intake ports like the 302, the 351 of the same time. Whereas you know, like the 300 has the plenum that curls around and goes in the intake, just like you know the 300 is just all. The only thing different is it, it's a two piece that overlaps. And I hate that because I hate those intakes because they're 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 cool they work good I just hate the positioning of them because they make you gotta clean your valve cover off or do anything to the valve cover it's so it's virtually impossible because you gotta take the whole intake off just to take the valve cover off 
on those three hundreds, and it's crazy. You know, if there's a way you could, you could probably, you could probably do it. I wouldn't trust it though. You could probably make it work. I'm not gonna say you can, but you know, whatever, whatever. So I tell them, I'm like, you know, it's not gonna work. It's just not because you put a carburetor on a. Oh, at first I told them, I was like, okay, so you gonna change your head and stuff out? No. In his theory, the only thing he's taking off is the throttle body. The the intake, the fuel rail, the fuel injectors, everything, the, the whole fuel system is still going to be on the truck, minus the throttle body. That's going to regulate, and then he's going to basically take his line from the fuel rail, unplug it, put a rubber hose on it, run it to the carburetor. Now I said he did change his theory. I don't know what his theory is because I ain't talked to him. This, this is why I haven't talked to him because he just he wants to be stupid. And it's just you don't want to listen. I don't know everything about a car. And, uh, you know, I just know that, that that's not going to work. <laughs> it's just not going to work. You know, if it works, it's not going to run right. If by miracle it works, it's just not going to, it's not. So, telling this, you know, he's like getting this attitude of, tell me why it doesn't work. Well, it just doesn't. I don't have to, if I had to explain to you why it doesn't work, then you don't need to have a truck you don't need to have a car because he messed with this thing all of a day guys he messed with this truck a day day and a half two days at most after it got to the house he missed now he worked on it a little bit while it was in this field because it, it took a while to get him out of this field when it got to the house he worked on it a day I wake up next morning it's on facebook marketplace for three thousand dollars takes it off immediately takes it off hey i'm like what's wrong what did you do with the truck bro i was like and he was like oh i'm gonna fix it. i think i know what the problem is okay cool now he won't like i said he wanted to get this attitude and it's just it was just i couldn't take it it's just it's just stupid i don't i'm not considering i'm not dealing with stupid people you know i've, I've done that i've done I'm, I'm help i've helped people and they just you know they want to do you like that man you can't you can't you can't play those games, man. You you can't. Because I got another buddy of mine, uh, Gex. He's got a YouTube channel. Go hit him up, by the way. You know, he's he's kind of busy. He's been trying to, he's been working on his YouTube video. I don't know if he's ever going to get it out. Uh, but hopefully you'll see some content from him soon. If he starts getting some more subscribers, I believe he'll start editing videos and putting them out there for you guys. He just doesn't have a lot of time, and he doesn't have the resources like I have from your pro. He doesn't. And he doesn't have good internet and everything. But it's, it's just, you know, it's not like, it's just is what it is. And I told him, I was like, you know, if you ever want to edit, just come to my house, bro. We'll use my Premiere Pro. Like, I'll get you a video out. You know, I was like, whatever. You know, fine. come over and spend the night. Whatever you got to do, bro. And I was like, yeah. You know, I was like, I appreciate it and everything. He's like, he's trying to get a video out. But anyway, so that's one. You know, me and him, we've had our differences. And that's what friends do. They have their differences. But at the end of the day, we could disagree on 99% of everything, and I could still be his friend. And the reason why is because if he needs help with something, he comes to me asking for help, and I truly, truly, 100% without a doubt, know what's going on, and I give him the information, he will use it. Or be like, hey, you know, if you ain't doing nothing, swing by, and let's work on this. Simple. If I truly don't know something, I'm going to be the first one to tell you, I don't know. I think, don't hold me to it, it could be this. Don't hold me to it, though. I, I would check it out, you know. 
Whereas this other guy, not gonna name his name. Hey man, you you tell him what's going on. I tell you, that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. It's stupid. It's childish behavior. I, you you can't you can't play games with people like that, man. You can't do it. If somebody, I'm gonna tell you, you know, if you're working on a car, that's why I work on my cars by myself. I have I've fully like redid pretty much the motor stock and everything. That that uh, my '96, I've redone a lot of stuff on that truck by myself because I don't want other people to touch it, and I especially don't want people like him to touch it. You know. And I would get Gex to come and help. He's more than that. He just lives far away, and he's not able to drive the distance, you know. But if he, did, if I truly, if I was broke down on the side of the road and that dude was off, even if he was working, I would not put, I would not put like put it past that he would be like, hey, bro, like I gotta take like an extra lunch. I gotta go help this guy out if I truly, truly needed it. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like it's, you know, that's that's what it's supposed to be. Whereas Hey man, I'm gonna come help you. Uh, give you a ride over. I, I just I didn't, it wasn't like I was asking for money. I needed a ride. Like I would have gave you the gas money back if you needed it, bro. You know, like. But then you pretty much sucker me into come working on your piece of junk. You know, and it's like, what the freak? But like I said, that was we were past that. You know, and I'm not I'm not starting a bunch of drama. It is what it is. I'm just trying to tell you guys. I'm trying to you know inform you guys to watch out. Because, you know, pick your friends wisely, bro. Pick your friends wisely. If they're acting stupid like that, don't hang around them. Like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You can go and go to a car show and find some new friends. Like, it's not that hard. Like, it's it's, it's really not. Like, I literally have been to car shows. When I started taking my truck to car shows, I've met, like, so many people through car shows and through through just talking about stuff like you know and they're they, they got a fully built truck and they're not gonna come up with me hating on my truck because it's not fully built or anything like that it's just simple you know but they like it it's clean you know i'm not i'm not trying to do stuff stupid with it. i'm not trying to do you know it's conversation you know i've i've invited him to come to car shows and stuff before no nah, man you don't want to do nothing with me but your other buddies that that, that, that don't know jake you want to do stuff with them that's fine but you don't want to do nothing with me you know but I've, I've, and, and Giggs can testify this. We have spent, because he was there too. We both, me and him both can testify. We have been stuck for like, since like, until five, from like, five thirty, six o'clock, one evening to six o'clock the next morning. Sun's coming up, I'm getting home. Like literally the sun was rising when I got home. Sky was turning blue. I had to get like two hours of sleep and had to go do some more work. You know, it gets old. But see, when I ask for a ride, it's not that, you know, and it's not, that's too much. And I could understand, you know, Giggs, he's a goddamn hour away and it was getting dark. I could understand if I hit him up and like, man, I just, you know, because it is what it is. I can understand. I'm not a, you know, but when you sit there and tell me, yeah, and then end up forcing me to come in and work on your truck, that ear that sets me wrong, and we're gonna get Gex on this next episode that we're gonna be coming out with. He's gonna be on here. I don't know what day it's gonna be coming out on. Probably a Friday or whatever. We're gonna record it though for sure when he's around because I want to get him up on this joke and we're gonna talk for a little bit about this because that just really set me off. I mean, you know, I think this is gonna be a good two-parter, uh, 
and everything. But it, but it, it's besides the point, like I said, when I talk about he changed his theory, I get on Facebook the other day, I took him off my snap and everything. I'm like, I, I'm not dealing with that, dude. You know, I'm not dealing with stupidity. I just can't. I cannot anymore. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm like grown, but I'm mature enough to say, forget this. I'm not dealing with it. Not going back and forth with this. You know, I flat out told him, I said, man, I said, you're going to mess the truck up. I said, it's going to be sitting in the field just like your other projects that failed. Took him off his nap. Not dealing with it. He has yet to reach out to me since. Don't really care. Truthfully, don't care. So, you know, uh, but he changed his theory. I get on Facebook. I still got him on Facebook and everything. Get on there and on one of the Facebook selling groups that we're both a part of, he's selling the, he's selling the whole intake with, with the throttle body. And what kind of got me was like, okay, I see the, I see you sold the intake. Uh, you know, sell those heads too? Or you, I mean, did you finally realize what you've done wrong? It's not going to work and you're selling the intake and the heads and stuff. Hasn't put the heads on as far as I know, but I know he took, they were for 250 for the intake and took the intake off and put it back on this morning or yesterday morning for 150 Nobody wants the intake. Nobody wants that junk. Who needs a stock 460 intake? I mean, you can go to a junkyard and get one $50. I mean, it's just like, who needs, like, that's just something. There are a lot of them around. There are a lot of parts around for a 460. They're expensive. But if you go to a junkyard for just a intake or a throttle body, something stock, like you're just trying to fix the truck. You want fifty dollars? Nobody's gonna pay one hundred fifty bucks for a goddamn cast iron intake. Like nobody's gonna do it, you know. Like I don't think those intakes were aluminum. I really don't. I think they were still running off the cast iron intake because it was such a big motor and it was a you know a work truck and everything. Um, but yeah, that's what's been going on with that. Uh, like I said, it's kind of a rant, but I don't care, man, because I just I've been wanting to talk about it for a long time, and. You know, I'm good about it, man. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not upset about it. I just. I'm done. You know, like I said, I've been to car shows, man. I've been going around, hanging out more with people, meeting new people. Um, and I'll tell you this, you know, you you've had you can meet some good friends in your life, and this is a little bit more personal kind of stuff than what we're usually talking about. But you can meet more friends in your life than, um, than you think. And I'll tell you this, when I was in high school, nobody bothered me. Uh, I mean, I'm 6'5", but that, I mean, people still would mess with people that are taller than me. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm 6'5", you know, nobody went up and was like wanting to try to fight me. If they did, they realized real quick it wasn't going to go good for them, and they stopped. Uh, and I've only ever had that happen like a handful of times, a couple of times. And really, it was more bark than bite. Everybody was like, oh, you're not going to do it. Like, I'm not going to do anything. Like, it's... 2.30 in the afternoon on a Friday. I'm not finna do anything, bro. I'm trying to. I'm just trying to go home. Like, I don't care what your girl said that somebody did. Like, I don't care. I don't care. You know, I mean, if you want to come over here and fight me, you come on over here and you can talk all you want. It's not going to make a difference. Half the time, people would say, I just walk away. And they're like, oh, he's, you know, he's scared. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever, whatever, bro. Whatever, bro. But for the most part, you know, I was cool with really anybody. Man, there'd be two people getting into a fight, and I'd walk by, and they'd both look at me. Hey, man, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? You know? And they go right back to fight. I was cool with pretty much everybody because I didn't start. I didn't go around starting nothing. You know? I had a good bit of friends. When you get out of high school, two friends. Two friends from my, from my high school. Let's just, 
two friends from from my high school. I had about two, three, four of my age, because most of my friends are like well on up into the age. They're not. I'm not saying they're old, but they're a whole lot older than me. Um, but a couple friends of my age, and uh, two, and of course one of them is this guy who's being just an idiot just being stupid you know thinking you can take magic and just make a goddamn engine run okay and then the other one it's spoon uh you know and me and him me and spoon have had our differences and we don't talk a lot we don't talk like we used to and i really hate it you know i really enjoyed like me and him could sit there and we play xbox or whatever and that's really the only time we talk nowadays is we play xbox and you know i we've had our differences in the past <laughs> we've already worked we've all always you know kind of worked stuff out and i really wish that me and him could talk more than we do because we like we will sit there and just start busting out laughing bro when we start talking because we just talk about anything and everything we'll be in an xbox party just for like hours just talking and like i said we don't that's that's it became to the point where we really don't talk anymore and we talk when we play games that's it um you know other than that we're not talking you know back and forth like we did three years ago you know it but it is what it is you know i understand so you know it's kind of to the point where and then gix he's so far away that it's like you know i can ch- i chat with him almost daily uh we're actually gonna probably be sitting on discord tonight watching the freaking reveal of the goddamn new mustangs coming up tonight september 14th 2022 whenever you watch this and we reveal it's coming out tonight probably watching that but anyways um we don't hang out a lot we talk we don't hang out a lot so for me it's kind of like i'm i'm just here right so i'm like you know i got these trucks man i got these projects and everything i need to find some more people so i decided you know i'm gonna take this truck i'm gonna clean it up and take it to a car show you know, I did. I was not. I'm not going to win anything. I'm not going to do anything. First car show was uh, two years ago, two years ago, year ago, uh, going on two years ago. Um, didn't like, didn't have, like the tires were like shot. They had wire hanging out of the tires. It was rough. I just took it to the car wash, sprayed it down, bro. Took a little bit of a, a microfiber rag to it. Got some of the grime off. It just had like pine sap and junk on it. It was sitting out of a truck. I literally had just got this truck fixed like three days before. So it was running good. Put air in the tires. That was it. I think I didn't think I put air in the tires. I think like one of the tires was like half flat. So I was having to hold the steering. The, the alignment was off. You know, it's still off, but it's a whole lot better. It was rough. Like, man, I just threw this together. Just got this truck running. I strike out to the car show, right? I, I'm just going. I just took my, I just drove, you know. I grabbed a coffee and left. One of the best days, man. I enjoyed that day. I talked with a couple guys. Guy, old, old guy showed up in a 1970-something Mustang, Mach 1. Beautiful convertible. And he partnered me. We talked for hours. Met a lot of cool people there. So I was like, man, this is pretty fun. I actually won some prizes. And I was like, you know, that was pretty pretty cool. And I actually still got a hat. And I still wear the hat to this day because I was like, that's, that's awesome. And it was just, it was cool to me to see. So the next year, you know, that was like, I think I had actually started when I found when I was like, oh, I really enjoy going to car shows. I went to work on this truck. I cleaned it up. I took a, a ceramic coat and I cleaned the, the best I could. I actually took a, 
<coughs> degrees, and I got all the pine sap and grime off the roof and the back and the tailgate and everything to the best of my ability without having, you know, because I don't, I didn't, at the time, I didn't, I still ain't got no money, but I, I really didn't have any money then because I had to like, you know. Um, so I'm just doing this stuff, like having to take a rag, you know, and take it back to the car wash, and I had saved up enough money to get these wheels. And this was the first biggest, like, change that I had done with the truck is the wheels. And so I threw these wheels on. When I put those wheels on, they were just clean and they were shiny. And I had to get, I had the new chrome lug nuts, man. I was feeling great. I take it to Sardis, which is the car show that I'm going to this year. And uh, it's in Sardis, Mississippi. And uh, I had to go back. I loved it. I really wanted to go back 100%. I show up, man, it's a huge question. I was like one of the first people there because I got there so early. I got there like almost an hour before the show actually started. They were like, yeah, come on in. Paid my $20, man, I'm rolling, you know. And I back up the truck stalls. <laughs> I dumped, you know, like ease off on the clutch too fast. I was like, ah, no. So I back up. And uh, you made a lot of I back up. I just had a blast. And I went to, I went to like three more car shows. I'm doing two this year, two more this year, this season. And that'll be a wrap for me. I think they have a couple more going off a little bit further away. I'm not going to hit those up just because it's kind of the kind of the end of the season for me. Uh, about October is when I just shut her down. It gives me a little bit of a time. I take the take the end of fall and uh, winter to really work on the truck. I did the same thing. Actually, I did I spent the whole winter fixing the truck, get it get, to get it back to running just in time for the uh, my hometown car show and. Got her there. Had a blast. It wasn't that big, but I had a blast. It doesn't have to be huge. I went to one uh, that was, like, massive, and I got there 15, 20 minutes before the show started, and I couldn't hardly find a parking space to actually pull my truck in. It was it was massive, and they had, like, top fuel drag cars and stuff. It was, it was amazing. But the, but the reality is you have a blast when you go, and you don't have to take – I mean, obviously, don't show up in a – stock Camry and put it in the car show. I mean, because it's like, I mean, it's just, that's traffic. But if you have a, a an antique truck, like mine's a nine, it's nothing special about it. I mean, it's special to me. It was my granddad's truck. But other than like, to everybody else, it's just an 80 by hour edition forward truck that's relatively clean for what it is. For how many miles is on the truck and what we used it for, it's relatively clean. Needs, needs work. I mean, it needs work, but still. So, you know, you meet a lot of new people. I had a guy come up, you know, he's like, man, I had one of these trucks, you know, and when I bought them brand new, he's like, what's all that? I talked with this dude for like an hour. I talked with him forever. You meet a lot of new people going to these car shows, and I tell everybody, you know, I've, 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 literally every podcast, I've always said, go to a car show. Even if you don't have a car, just go and talk with some people. I had to talk with an older guy, and, and the ones I go to are generally older people but you run into some younger people too as well i mean there's some young folks a little bit older than me but they're still young that have some pretty nice cars a lot better than what i'm taking but you know that's that's it kind of gives you the motivation you talk with them and see how they did their trucks to kind of you know and they can give you a lot of tips too i've talked with some guys who've had older fords like my 67 that have given me a lot of good tips on what to do and stuff like that. And, and you know, you just you learn that stuff and you have a blast and it's fun, music and everything. You, have a, you make a whole day out of it. You don't go to a car show thinking you're going to be there for 30 minutes and leave. You have a whole day. It's it's amazing. Once you're there, if you actually put a car in, it's amazing. Uh, I want to hit Power Tour up because that's like the ultimate car show. And I really want to hit that up for me. 
Uh, that's like one of my goals, and we will hit that up. I don't know if it's going to be in the. Uh, it'll it'll be we'll hit it up for sure. One of the if it's not this year, next year, somewhere around there, we'll hit it up. But uh, really and truthfully, like I said, you have a, a full on blast. Um, you know, with uh, everything, and it's just fun. I mean, I've never had a dull moment at the car show. I mean, they got food, music, and everybody's nice. I mean, you're not going to run into some, you know, you. I'm not saying you won't, but 99.9% of the people you're going to run into are some of the coolest people. I met a guy, he had a 1969, 1970, 1969 uh, Plymouth Roadrunner. It was yellow and had a black vinyl top. And I got to talking with him, and you know, I told him, I was like, yeah, I was like, I love the car, it's beautiful car, I was like, I just don't like that vinyl top, you know, and he, he was like, yeah, he's like, it's not the greatest, but he was like, that's what it, you know, he was like, that's what come on it, and I just wanted to keep it, I was like, yeah, I can mean, understand that, you know, so he can't, he, this car sits in a garage, this guy actually drove this car, he lives in, he lived in South Georgia, he drove from South Georgia up to North Mississippi for this car show, and that ain't no, that's not just a little drive, that's like a day two drive, you know, he, he, he was, you know, in, in the car. He didn't trailer the car. He drove it. Had the 440 six-pack in it. It was a bad car. It was nice. It was all original. Had the mag, you know, the old mag wheels on there. It was looking pretty good. So, you know, you meet a lot of good people. But that brings into my other point, you know, you meet better people than what you know a lot of times. And I'm not going to say, you know, you have a better, like, you, you can, it, don't think that the that the friends that you have now are going to be your only friends. You can always make new ones, um, even though sometimes it may hurt. You can always make new ones, um, and that's what I kind of wanted to do. I, I was like, you know, at the time I was, I'm sitting here by myself, man. I was like, I don't have anything to do. I was like, well, let's just start going to car shows, um, and I try to do it one thing a little different every time I go to a car show, like minor one change, one change different, you know. And I've so far been able to do that uh, to the best of my ability, and had that work work out pretty good for me. Uh, I'll be hitting, like I said, two more car shows up. I did did the flyers and the T-shirt design for one of them, uh, so you'll probably see that on YouTube. I'm trying to make new, trying to make videos, but I just don't have the stuff to do. I don't have a lot of time, and I don't have a lot of content. But I'm trying. I've been posting shorts to kind of be like, you know, uh, some more videos for you to watch. And it is what it is. But this is kind of a part one to this episode. Um, the next episode, we're going to be getting Platinum Gex, Gecko, Gex, whatever whatever his name is these days. I don't know. Uh, Dalton. Dang it, Dalton. Uh, we'll be getting him on here, uh, part two. And uh, we'll be talking more about this guy. And, uh, you know, just to explore it. Uh, he's got, I mean, me and him, he can tell you some stories just the same as I can about his truck and I would rather him tell the story you know I don't want to talk about it because it's his build that he's working on 84 Ford 83 Ford uh, F-150 long best beautiful truck you hit his YouTube channel up you can watch a video of it I'm trying to uh, trying to crank <laughs> trying to crank trying to crank old Ford uh, but you could you know check him out and give him a drop a subscription his way and everything like that but until next time hope you guys enjoy this episode of the Southern Show podcast and We'll catch you guys next week, hopefully, uh, with a part two. And if not, we'll see you guys soon. Make sure to check out the YouTube channel.
make sure to check out uh, Dalton. Make sure to check out my Instagram, Twitter, all that good fun jazz, and uh, subscribe. And you know, subscribe to the channel, like this podcast. It's on Spotify, I think Apple Music. I, I have to recheck. I don't know what all this thing is platformed on. I just platformed it on everything that it could possibly platform on. I know for a fact it's on Spotify. That's where I listen to it. So. With that being said, hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I'm going to get on out of here and get me some food because I'm hungry. And until next time, catch you guys later. Peace.